Hello and welcome to Garblag Games. Tonight we have, surprisingly, episode 6 of LV832, our alien RPG actual play. I'm Pete and I'm Mother. Hello, I'm Ben and somehow my character Engels, the scientist, is still alive. I have spent my XP on becoming better at medical aid. No uh, reason. Hi, I'm Roger. I'm playing uh, Shepard, the ex-Marine medic, and I spent my XP on ranged combat. Hi, I'm Dan, and I'm playing Mac. I was the best pilot, but now my plane can't fly anywhere, so I spent my XP on ranged combat. <laughs> Hi, I I'm Simon. I'm playing. I'm playing alien slayer marshall rose and uh, and, uh, and i i spent i spent my my xp on uh on on a, a clint eastwood stare <laughs> that's gonna come in great with the xenomorphs <laughs> which don't which don't have eyes um i mark um i i forgot to spend my xp but I don't think that's going to be relevant because I'm, for a, a short while at least, playing Holder, the company agent, who everybody wants dead. Even Including me. the audience, <laughs> as it turns out. I think, you know yes. what? I think even I am hoping that he dies. At the odds at the minute, it's it's two to one on Engels being the first one to die. Uh, and then you got even odds on it being um, Mac. Uh, or Holder. Yeah, excellent. Just behind Engels, although Mark has just pulled even with... Uh, <laughs> Holder's just pulled even with Engels for who's going to die first. Oh, and already in the chat we have two re-rolls. One for yeah. Engels and one for Mark. It's a roll for off. Holder. They put Mark, just in case. <laughs> just in case you, Holder didn't make it. Because <laughs> he's about to be put down like old Yeller. <laughs> Said someone. Okay, right. Before we get you mean into I the thought old Yeller moved to a farm upstate. Before we get into the recap, I would just like to point out that in the UK, particularly in my area, we're suffering from some storms right now. So if there's a few interruptions with my internet connection, or I suddenly have to leave the shed because I'm streaming from my shed, which has a hole in the roof. Um, then there may be a brief interruption, but we're going to soldier on anyway, and hopefully the backdrop of a storm will just be atmospheric for what our players are about to get into today. Beowulf Reborn, thank you for following us. Excellent. So we are Twitch affiliates, so all of you uh, Amazon Prime customers out there, don't forget you get one free Twitch subscription per month. Please that th throw that Garblag Games' way and support us to help us continue doing all this cool stuff on Twitch. We've been having a lot of fun on here so far. Oh, hello. Nared Nixika is following as well. Excellent. And Psychomantium just subscribed. Absolutely. Hey. Thank you very much, Psychomantium. We're going to get a hype train. Um, oh, hello. There you go. Sorry, it keeps popping up. I can hear it. You guys can't. Um, this is a uh, an adult voices. certificate show. Uh, there are descriptions of uh, violence, body horror, and lots of harsh language, which is definitely going to start from the beginning this week. Um, please Fuck don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
please don't forget to go and check out all our social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, all those things. There's links down in the about if you're watching on Twitch or if you're watching back on YouTube in the video description below. There you will also find a link to our Discord where we've got about 250 people getting together to talk about role-playing games, playing games together. Um, there's a mapping competition where you can win a $25 drive through RPG gift certificate. Uh, and all kinds of things going on there, as well as a channel dedicated to talking about this show and all our other shows. So that's loads of fun. Also, if I put them up, I'm not sure if you'll see them this week, but all the maps that we uh, put in our shows um, go to our patrons. So please go and check out our Patreon. All those awesome people who support us, thank you very much. You are fantastic, and you make all of this possible from all the software, the gear, the games, the kit and equipment, everything we have down to you guys so thank you very much for your support and even if you don't want to sign up there's a load of free stuff on there so please go and check it out cool okay um we're going to need everyone to make an air supply roll first while i do a recap so last time on alien lv832 our party began the session split with Holder and Engels dealing with a xenomorph in a rover outside the alien monolith, and Rose, Mac, and Shepard, uh, having just escaped from the uh, uh, terraforming unit <laughs> with an alien. Oh my god, Engels. <laughs> You've got a reroll, mate. You've got a reroll. You can do it. Um, it's fine. I've still got one air left. Okay, you've still got one air. That's cool. Um, uh, had done a really cool barrel roll, skimmed an alien off the top of the, off the top of the, uh, <laughs> um, off the top of the ship, uh, but then you escaped and went back to the colony to drop off the survivors, the technical crew that you'd picked up while you were there. Uh, whilst you arrived there, you found out a few things. There's a problem with the tr with the com relay. Uh, something happened to it uh, about half an hour, an hour before you got there, uh, which means it's no longer um transmitting out a couple of people have gone missing and the rest of them are holing up in the ops center and the living quarters uh to to stick together and look after each other there are a few sort of uh exchanged uh words and i think rose passed cob one of the the last spare pulse rifle saying you might need this um which Cobb appreciated. You guys then went off because you had heard a transmission from Engels stating that the planet was bad, uh, you shouldn't come near, uh, there's aliens all over the place, and they could hear in the background this tearing and rending noise as an alien was pulling Janevsky out of the rover, the poor UPP soldier, uh, and dragging him off towards the monolith. Um, at the same time, Holder was aware that there was a small, uh, rapidly changing, um, what are they called? The little babies. Yeah, the chest burster. That's it. Thank you. In the cab. And you guys sort of flew over to go and catch up with them. There was some shenanigans going on. Suddenly there was a bioelectric field which disabled parts of the um, parts of the rover. And Engels got out to go and investigate. While he did, Holder suddenly had to contend with an alien at the interior door, climbed out. The alien jumped out. The ship arrived. 
everything started to kick off. People jumping out of the back of shuttles on ropes, flamethrowers, canisters of fuel, all kind of going a bit crazy. Uh, and in the midst of it all, the bioelectric field expanded. And Engels, you're now thinking this is not necessarily an EMP, but it's like a... Um, it's uh, similar to like a jamming field. It's kind of interfering with powerful electrical electrical signals. Lower ones aren't seem to be affected. So like your simple radios, because it's a very low energy uh, system, it's just not being affected. Um, this is kind of expanding out, and uh, the the shuttle crashed. There was chaos ensued. Um, Holder had got up onto the shuttle. Uh, it suddenly went berserk, started attacking <laughs> Shepard. Shepard said, I'm going to put my pulse rifle to his heart and fire. Uh, and and he did. And then Mac got out of the pilot seat, turned around and shot Holder. Holder collapsed to the floor. Engels reported that he was covered in acid. Rose heroically dispatched the alien. Um, and um, Engels, Rose, Shepard... And Jensen, who's the lieutenant of the Marines, ended the session by the rover near the monolith. And Mac and Holder were alone in the shuttle, talking to the others over the communication system. And Engel said, uh, they're discussing what to do with Holder. And Engel said, well, we may as well kill him. Not, not meaning it. Context. And yes, well, you know, there's all this going on. We can't carry him. We may as well kill, you know, blah, 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 all this kind of thing. And then suddenly you all heard over the, over the radio. And we shall begin, Mac, you're walking through the rain in your, I assume you've got a suit on now. <clears throat> yeah, you've got yep. your suit on. Um, everyone made an air supply roll apart from Holder. Yep. Okay. So you're walking through the rain. You put your gun, Sally, back in the holster. You got the incinerator unit slung over your shoulder, and the heat it's 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 quite hot, and the rain is kind of sizzling on it. And you're walking towards the rover and you can see a collection of people around it now. And Rose is standing with his foot on an alien with a, a pulse rifle in hand. Jensen is taking a picture of him. Um, Shepard and Engels, I believe, were inside the rover. That's right, isn't it? No, next to no, it. No, I, I, was, I was treating Engels. Yeah, but were you beside the no, rover? No, or no, next I to was it? outside the rover. On the floor. Yeah, okay. You'd got... the ro it was the one that was inside the rover that came out and got That's me. true. And you've gone to the rover, but not actually got inside. Mm. Okay, so you're kind of slumped oh, yeah. on the floor. Starting up. That'd the be why. No, I'd already started it up. Yeah, yeah that, okay. was, that was previous. But from outside, that'd be why my air supply has gone down so horribly. Absolutely. Then. The acid has torn through your suit. And there's still kind of a smoke rising from Engel's body. He's at first, Mac. It looks like you know, Shepard's giving him his last rites, you know. But you, <laughs> then you can see that Engel's is moving. But you approach and you walk closer, and all of you are aware suddenly of uh, Mac being there. Uh, the what was the gunshot, Mac? What do you think the gunshot was? I wouldn't Jensen's ask. like, 
We don't have well, time for this. No, we don't. Let's get the mission done. Um, we can't leave him here because he's going to get taken by an alien. She nods. She, she nods. <clears throat> Whatever. I don't really care. She nods at Engels and Shepard. Can you help them? We'll cover the door while you get him up. We need him. I, I, I will be fine. It's it's okay. I, I think I think I have some feeling in my left arm still. <laughs> um, what does nap relief do? Nap relief. It stops you being tired. It is quite oh. literally nap oh. relief. Yes, yeah, so okay. I think it's if you haven't slept, you don't. Okay, I've got. You don't get the penalty of exhaustion. I've got three doses. Yeah, yeah. You're not. Remember, you're not exhausted yet because you guys, even though we've had five sessions. You guys have only been up for like seven or eight hours, I think, since your cryo sleep. Uh, where it's about two in the morning. So we're so perfectly well rested. Jensen's looking strung out, tired. She's not injured, but she just looks. Knackered. She could use some nap relief. Have we, have we got any flares? You've got one flare left from the yeah, emergency like, kit. Now it's not the time for fashion. Are there any flares in the shuttle? Because we didn't use any of those. Uh. Yeah, Mac, you can have brought the emergency pack from the I shuttle the with you. Pack. There you go. Three That's flares. I brought earlier. Three flares and a med kit. Here you go, guys. This was all that was on the shuttle. And an emergency beacon. Good. Is, can I see a, an armament on angles at all? Yeah, I have, I have this pistol. Okay. I won't it's, mention it's that. I left a gun on the shuttle then. Yeah, I have I have a service pistol. You right, having, then. Were you having weight issues? <laughs> I, I might have been. <laughs> Hence my pistol got left behind. Shepard's like tooled to the Loaded nines. Down. Have you gaffer taped the pulse rifle and flamethrower together? That's the big question. Uh, if I was permitted to... I'm, then... allow, I'm, I'm happy okay. for, for you to do that, Shepard. I'm so, yeah, 100%. Okay, brilliant. Brilliant. Sorry, my computer's sending up signals. Right, um, <laughs> I can I, can I see the, the video camera anywhere that we it's had? It's lying on the um, floor. It's lying on the floor nearby. You think when right. you, you know. Oh. Well, it was Holder that had had it originally. It got dropped in the fracas. Oh, no, that's right, because I was using it to take footage. You take right? pictures, yeah. but so, then you got attacked. Yeah. And then you... I'll pick that up. And I'll pick up my PDA, what's left of it. Yeah, that's yeah. Can that's... I gaffer take them together? <laughs> you can, sure. We got, uh, who's got the motion scanner? Oh, uh, I can I gaffer take that it to, to it as well. Mac, give me the motion scanner, please. Uh, isn't it? Doesn't it belong to Shepard? Give him the motion scanner. Sure thing. There's the motion tracker. Give him the I'll, motion I'll, scanner. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't point a gun at him. By the way, so, uh, Beowulf Reborn in chat said, Engels is too wounded. Get him, Mac. <laughs> Mac, Mac the merciless. I think, you know, props where they're due, though. Beowulf Reborn got up at 6am local time just hey, to watch this stream. So absolutely. I'm going um, to oh, attach the motion well, in which case, I'm going to shoot Engels in the head. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to attach the motion scanner to the side of my plasma rifle. Okay, you gaffer tape. You gaffer tape your. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we're getting a little bit of lag on the uh, on the visuals. The storm is interfering with my internet connection, unfortunately. But we're going to keep going because I think the audio is probably still okay. In chat, let us know if there's any uh, major disruptions. But we're going to keep going. 
Okay, so there's lots of gaffer taping going on. Um, and you're kind of, um, and you're all tooled up, you're all geared up. Can Angles. I use gaffer tape to create an extra layer of armor? <laughs> <laughs> so who's got environment suits and who's got armor? I've got, I've got an environment suit. Environment suit. Uh, I've just got a mask. I'm in combat armor. Yeah, I've got a third of an environment suit. Yeah. Can you there is a, there is another environment suit inside the rover. Remember, it had some I... gear inside. I might have to change into that then because this one is totally unwearable. I've had to strip off the actual suit part of it. And I was just using the helmet part for the breather. So if there's another yeah. suit, I will switch to that. Yes, there is. There is. And you you um, clamber into that. And with the help of your friends, because you are quite injured, and some of your body is still tender, from yeah, I, I imagine the word tender got, doesn't quite do it, Mercy. It's horribly like, scarred. Yes, yes. Do you think? Do you think all this whole process, this whole calming, cathartic process, will take more than ten minutes? I would say you guys have ten, maybe ten minutes of, of like gearing up. It's like a little montage, right? She's looking very stressed Engels is pretty stressed. <laughs> Yeah. Don't oh, get rid of my stress, though. It's Jensen the thing that makes me stressed. succeed at anything. I was going to say, if whoever's looking the most stressed, I will. You can't, my you can't like, die. Yeah, but it's someone like, oh my God. That's Engels. Engels is looking like All right, worse. Then I will use everyone. calming presence on Engels. Okay, there you go. Makes Engels. sense as well because you're tending to his medical needs. Yeah. Right? Good yeah. You lose the God stress. God damn it. I needed that stress. That was keeping Don't me going. Tough. You're probably the one also helping him get into his suit. Because A, yeah. you're very competent, but B, your experience of you know his wounds will allow you to do it more carefully. You're not going to be quite as grimmed out by the horrible ridged pink flesh from all the acid burns. No, well, uh, we got a stress last week for it. So, Psychomantium, thank you for joining true. us and uh, farewell and uh, catch us on YouTube. Oh, actually, we if it's been ten minutes, we actually all lose a stress. Yeah, that's that's what that's, um, that was that's what, what Simon saying. was saying. Oh, yeah. so ben loses an extra one. Um, yeah. I'm going to use my um, after my stress reduction. I'm going to use my binoculars to uh, to observe the entranceway. Okay. And right. uh, so while that's all going on, Rose, you you pull your binoculars out and you look through the rain at the front of the monolith. You can see that the entranceway is open, and inside, as I said, remember it's there's a slight bioluminescence coming from within the walls of this monolith. It looks like bioluminescence to you. The material of these walls is glowing from within. Very faint blue, kind of almost like an aura. Uh, and you can see through the binoculars into the interior, the, the main lower chamber. And make an observation roll at plus, no, um, uh, just flat because your binoculars cancel out the rain. <laughs> you want to push? I, I can't. I, I have you, to click you, on you a got, You've got nothing. I got nothing. Nothing. You got nothing. Okay, I'll push. I'll push. I've not taken the stress away, so I'll just push. Okay. Oh, hey! one success. One. Okay. So you can see into the interior, and it's fairly, That's... it's fairly dim in there, but it's dark outside. So um, you can see opposite the doorway, there are these three large 
sort of oval shaped cavities in the wall on the far side which look dark inside um, and, and lying on the floor in front of them is a, some pile of kind of gruesome looking stuff you can't tell what it is from here but it looks like someone dropped a thousand pancakes on the floor uh, at the foot of these things um, delicious go and have a try that's what that's all you can see you can't see any movement you can as you're watching you can see that the luminescence is very slowly not pulsing but like moving it's a slight movement in the light it's slightly okay. brighter moving up okay i'll describe this to uh, mm -hmm. yeah to Jensen. Um, what the fun and then, and then, uh, and then say oh you know are we all ready to move out uh, angles who's been in there uh, myself and Holder. Just the two of you? No other people have been in there? Oh, no. Uh, before we came, the Dust Malchian uh, is a poor dead man. Dimalanta? Him too. The, oh, and so they, Dale, Ross and Dimalanta went in here? Yeah, yeah. They, they had gone in here. That, that's right. You can see the video if you like. Uh, the first part is a video from them. Uh, they okay. have gone inside and seen these things and the fuck? they did, did they go something to, well, I think they knew something because they had gone in there and the first two clearly knew something was going on and Dimalanta well, did this not This is the know. guy with the book, isn't it? That book you what, got. What book? What, what book is this? Is there the a book Space Beast, this? she says. This. And she, didn't you give it to her? Yeah. No, I, I have never seen this She book. takes it out. I she, goes, she goes, look. This would have been valuable information for me to have had. We just got here. But how long have you had this book? Is this like a... We, a that Rose a gave it to me on the way you? over. They just oh, found it. They sorry. found it in his in his belongings. I'm While you were off, I, when you'd headed off already, they, um, they found this. this. You'll forgive me. The, I thought this was one of those military secret things. No, this belonged to the text that came out here. Well, I wish I had some time to read it now, but... Well, we well I've had a look. Time pressure. I've had a read. It tells of a prison colony, a three-world empire prison colony, where someone called Ripley arrived. And then all hell broke loose, and a xenomorph, or they say an alien creature, like, attacked and killed everyone. But importantly, they, they told the story of LV-426. May I take this for reading on the way back? She passes it, she passes it to you. And it's getting <laughs> damp in the rain. There's a little bit of blood on it. Inside the environment she, suit. She passes. That's where they belong, isn't it? Inside people's environment suits. Absolutely. I'll have to keep you alive now, Engels. Uh, so, from what I know of the video, sorry, I will share my information also. Uh, these three gentlemen went inside this monolith, and the Dimalanta one, he did not know anything about what was going on. He was with the other two because I think. Let me see that camera. They, let me see that camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me rewind. I would run it through the screen on my PDAT okay. to be able to see better. As you um, turn it on, you realise that there's a there's another video. Oh, you watched, so there's another video. You'd watched the last video. Hold on, this is not the beginning. Let us go back further. Hmm. Okay, you see... Um, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Ross. Yeah. Ross looking into the camera, like his face up close, and he's like, 
I've, I've seen it. I, I know. I know what's going. Uh, look, 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 look at this. And he turns the camera around. And the camera pans around a room, a chamber. With And this is not the room you'd been in before. This is a slightly smaller looking chamber with more oval-like recesses in the walls, with kind of dark darkness in them. And in the okay, center, this is a different room to the one I have seen before. In the center of the room, there is some sort of raised, lipped, round dais coming out of the ground with a slight, ridgy, bony structure to the edges of it. And he's like, "That's that's that's nothing. This is nothing. This is nothing." And he turns around, and protruding from the wall is a kind of large arm with a chair on the end of it. And sitting in the chair is a large creature that looks like it lives in this chair. And it has a bony exoskeleton that is covered in dust and mildew and dirt. And he's like, but the camera is shaking, so it's clearly shaking and vibrating in like, and the this arm is going... And Engels, that was the noise you heard in the in the. I recognise that before. noise. This is the sound we heard when we were in the other chamber. So this chamber that we're seeing on the screen now is upstairs from the chamber we were in before. So potentially this is some kind of control chamber. And then the camera goes down, and he's like, "What's that?" And he kind of like lifts his foot up, and there's a big stringy bit of resiny goo all over his foot and he's like there's this shit everywhere and he like pans around and now as you look up you can see that there is like resin and bony shapes and structures and ridges and ribs and more dark corners and you're pretty sure you see movement you're not sure and then there's frantic frantic gesturing and running and you hear feet sort of clattering and then and then it ends so it seems this is the first video and not the only ones they have shot. And then he has gone back to this monolith and taken the other two with him. This is Ross. And who did you say the other was? Dale and Dimalanto went with him. So Ross is the first. Dale. The first Ross and Dale. They, they were the crazy ones with uh, the cutting. And They're the, guy, the, the guys that... Uh, well, what Dale was captured. Ross is dead. Yeah. Ross yeah. took him out. And, and they took Dimalanto with them. In the second video, I'll play the second video. So look, you can see this Dimalanta, he does not know what is happening. He's like, oh, look, this is an interesting alien place. And, and then suddenly, boom. Jensen's like looking at you. That's a, that's a different alien. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. What the fuck These is are that? That's huge. Completely different huge. creatures. These are completely different creatures. This is fascinating. This is amazing. Two xenomorphic entities on the same planet. This oh, we just... guys accidentally like triggered something when they went in there and like set this all off. It could well be. I will need to get closer to see more. This this is suggested uh, for some kind of diasporic event. We just need to turn this EMP off so we can. Um, so yeah, we yeah. Can but from what I can tell, it would suggest that these smaller aliens, the attacking ones, they seem to be a lot more primitive. But this bigger alien, he has a chair and the chair is moving. So perhaps he is the one with the technology. And they are simply some kind of parasite off of him that have come to this planet. They could be like, like, uh, Engels a, keeps a talking worm. while all of you around him are like, <laughs> 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 
gearing up and everything. I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to remove my breather, stick my cheroot in my mouth, and light it. Okay. Not not in a I'm using my special item that I lose. Yeah, yeah, just like I'm just basically this. going in with my. Yeah, <laughs> with so my does something similar, but he uh, he opens up his bottle of whiskey and takes a few swigs. <laughs> okay, well then you remove. Are you taking like a proper drink? No, I'm not taking enough to to, okay. to remove right, stress. Okay. Just enough okay. to remove a little bit of a jitter. Okay. So shooting me must have been really stressful for you. It was really stressful <laughs> so the four of you and Jensen Hello. gather your gear and start walking towards the monolith. And as you do, the rain seems to almost lash into you stronger and harder, as if saying no and in the distance lightning crackles much like it is around my shed tonight i can see it like through the, the gaps in the shed it's like freaking me out of it it's like boom um and in the distance remember i said miles away but in the distance outlined against that stark white sky suddenly you can see the two other monoliths in the distance they, there's something wrong about their appearance angles that just like oh they don't look the same as this one it's luck with that bit. i've got some binoculars so that's well look. it's like a flash like when the lightning goes off you can see that far but then right it's how frequent it's is the lightning because i will sit there and wait for a few seconds if i need okay to. the lightning goes again and it, it to you it looks like you got got one of them it looks like one of them is like damaged Okay. Uh, I think one of the other monoliths may be damaged. Uh, I don't know if this is relevant to our current investigation, but it may be something that we need to bear in mind. Oh, unless you can damage the other one. Well, you're approaching now. Yeah, as I will need to, to the doorway. analyze this one first, I think. And as you get to the doorway, you can see inside this wide lower level with a ramp going up the side with a, a slot, a puckered slot all the way along the uh, ramp up to the, the higher level. And it looks damp in here. Obviously the moisture from outside is coming in and it starts to cling to the walls and start to drip a little bit. Um, and looking around you can see these three large oval cavities in the far wall this is this they're so big you know they're about 12 foot high and six feet wide and they're so big in your current situation that they are dark inside um, because there's just this blue bioluminescence in the walls and as you shine lights around you can see that they're empty but in front of them is a big pile of it looks like the skin of the eggs but clearly it was a much larger thing that may have been in these recesses and opened or fallen apart or fallen away, you're not sure. Off to the right, Jensen turns with the pulse rifle. There's a UPP soldier's body on the floor. And she turns to Engels and she says, I thought you said only those three guys went in here. Did the UPP come here? Oh, yeah, sorry, I did not mention them. Yeah, the UPP oh, had made an eye out for those fuckers as well. No, no, they are all dead. Well, where are they? They had like a team. Yeah, and they are all dead. Well, there's one guy there. There's one guy here. Um, their commander was in the 
to crawl over his ass. Right. And the alien took him and he is dead. Uh, his and you said there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. His scientist companion was in the back of the crawler okay, and he had three. one inside his chest and it ripped its way free of his chest. And then he was shot by his commander. Was that so one outside in a puddle as well? There was one outside in the puddle. Okay, yes, so that's four. This is five. Four. Four. You are correct. They operate in teams of ten. So where are the others? I do not think they have survived in this room with the aliens. I suspect Maybe they uh, didn't come to this monolith. Maybe they were tasked to go to a different one. It could be so. It could just be so, as you say. We will, we will not know. But I have another concern, and that is that I think the aliens may be trying to collect people. Uh, we have seen that the, they seem to gestate inside the chest cavity. Well, that's Shit. cheery forward angles. So they're collecting people to like grow more aliens. Yeah. But I mean, where I would they get all these eggs from? I mean, does that mean there's something laying these eggs? I don't. I think it is probably too soon to jump to any kind of conclusion. I suspect it might be the case. Um, possibly they are like ants. Hey guys, this is really. This is really. This is really. Let's go. This is let's really, go. really fascinating, but let's not hang around and talk about it. Max yeah, standing by the ramp. Let's up get the back ramp. in the ship. And let's up go. Okay, so as you all go, start going up the ramp, everyone please make observation rolls. Oh, you better And um, who's got the scanner? Me. Okay, let me just get the motion tracker details up. What happened there? Who's <laughs> Mac? What? That's great because you're like on edge and you're like, <laughs> his flamer goes wired. off. <laughs> I one job and I did it right. Right, where are we? Um, no, next page for vision devices. Motion tracker. Oh, panic two. It's fine. Mac starts whistling to himself. Okay, Rose, the battery has a power supply of five on the motion tracker because Shepard was clever and charged it up on the shuttle. Yeah. So you have to make a power check every time you use it. Okay. Which means you roll five dice, like the air supply. It's a power supply check. Okay. And that allows you to sense ahead of you. Oh, no. Uh, two fails, two ones. So you lost two power off your. Yeah, I can't hear you, Simon. Yeah, two power. Yeah. Yep. So you're down to three. So clearly, the bioelectric field in here is having some impact on your device, and you can see the little battery icon go. Five dice is worse than my observation. So would I be better just not using it and using my observation? No, because this using... will tell you if there's movement. Um, in a number of zones. Hang on. Um, long range in close quarters. So three, three zones. I think that's okay. maybe four. So you can you can like point it upstairs, and scan. Now, as you're doing that, anyone who passed a Mac, okay, you're keeping it together. That's good. Anyone who passed hears a, and Mac, you're nearest the ramp, so you're like, yeah, but you're like, and the little flamer thing goes. 
on the end of your on the end of your incinerator. Um, Rose, you pick up movement upstairs, like very briefly. I got movement upstairs, people. Engels, you got three observation. What do you want to use your extra points for? Because of my analysis talent, that confers a few extra little bonusy things. Yep. So, how old is it? Okay. What is its purpose uh -huh. for this building? Uh, how does it work? Okay. How old is it? What's its purpose? How does it work? So, and so... everybody in short range reduces their stress by one. Ooh, look Ooh. at that. That's handy. Because we've got a brain box right here, y'all. Who can so, explain this stuff to you? It's not, there's no need to be frightened. It's quite clearly this is what it's for. So you've now been in this structure a few times, although fleetingly. You've seen a few videos of the interior. You've, like, touched the walls and had a look around and all that kind of thing. Um, you think that this structure is very old. Millennia. What was, sorry, what was the next one? So how old What's is it? Purpose? What's its purpose? This and how clearly, does it work? This is clearly some sort of communication staging post. From what you, the information you've gathered from it, that's what it seems to be. And the last one? How does it work? There's a control center upstairs that you need to go and interact with. <laughs> I'm sorry, that. you won't be able to glean that from... No, like, that, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, but that's but, a lot of information right there, Yeah, which is great. Okay, uh, I think I'm beginning to get a feel for this place, gentlemen oh, and ladies. Sorry about that, Frau Jensen. She gives you a look. Let's go. Who's for, Who's going up first? She's kind of look, she doesn't say that, but she looks around with that look in her eyes. Who's going first? Please okay, try first. to avoid exploding anything upstairs if you can, because that may be the control area that we need to use to shut down this bioelectric field. Oh, no. I'm just going to smile. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so Rose, you're going first. I'll go first. Okay, Rose. So you make your way up the ramp. Okay. When and I as... get near the doorway, I'm just going to open up. There's no there's no doorway. It kind of opens is there, above is there you. Like a. All right. Okay. So oh, it's like there's a, there's a hole above you, and you're kind yeah. of walking up to like emerge into it. But as you are approaching, you can see now that what is clearly not part of this structure some sort of thick resin possibly a secreted resin has like formed up over areas of the interior and the you're kind of going up this ramp through a, an opening yeah. the 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 edges of this opening are lumpy ridgy more bone even more bone like and even more kind of organic looking and strange and slick with a moisture and you realize up as you're moving up you're you're feeling that uh you're i know you're wearing a suit aren't you yeah your suit registers that your temp the temperature is increasing and humidity is increasing and you start to like get some um um condensation that's well, the no, word thank you because i'm much. not i've i've got the suit pulled back because I was smoking. Yeah, he's smoking a cigar. Oh, yeah, you got your cigar. So, okay, well, no, but your suit still yeah. your suit still registers. I got, the, I got, I got the, ten minutes before I still registers the temperature area. change. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and as you sort of come up the staircase, you can see ahead of you this 
strange chair. You can't see the creature in it from where you are, and you'd need to go up into the chamber. But it's almost like there's one chamber, there's another chamber above with a ramp that gets you into the chamber. There's no like side corridors. It's like chamber, chamber, and then you don't know above that. So you can kind of see this arm, and it seems to be trying to move, and as if something is blocking it. So you can hear it go... And as it tilts slightly, you can see um, a space jockey inside the chair. This large creature with a bone-like protrusion, almost like trunk-like section, coming into the front of its body. Um, there's no exploded chest. Um, and this thing looks ancient, fossilized. Um, and it seems to be in some kind of large chair with um, like a, a big rig coming down in front of it. Clearly looks like some sort of computer interface, really old, really dust covered. Um, but as it's moving as well, you can see that there's a lot of this resin sort of all over it. Okay. I'm going to fire some rounds into the room. Okay. Uh, fire off and you hear no! around you. What are you doing? I'm going to be looking in all directions. Um, all around, in the, from above, in the chamber above, you hear these movements. And at that point, we shall cut back over to the shuttle. Holder. There is a bullet hole in the side of the shuttle next to your head. And there is a radio and a packet of cigarettes that have been discarded onto your lap by Mac. As he gave you the look of, get the fuck out of here, I'm giving you a chance, you piece of shit. Um, and you are lying in the shuttle on your own. The rain is hammering down, starting to come in, puddle a little bit by the entrance. And you've watched them all go, and you've smoked your cigarette, knowing that the colony has data on this monolith. So the colony, i.e. the main building? The main building back at base. You could go back or someone would be able to download the information can about the, what can you've the, seen. Can the onboard computer on the shuttle access that? You are um, under the effect of the electric bioelectric field so your right. main computer is not working although your your simple radio because it's low power is working so would i be correct to surmise that i also therefore can't take off you can't take off but i did fix the crawler but the the the, the rover is functional in so much as you could turn it on and it would go in a straight line. At some point, you'll hit a big rock. But it's got big <laughs> wheels, so you'll go over most things, but eventually you'll hit a mountain. You know, it's like, remember yeah. the region you're in. It's very chaotic and and, and bumpy everywhere. Okay. Um... And you are severely injured as well. Your arm is bleeding. If you, uh, It's your right arm, because you're a lefty, and, like, blood all over the place. Uh, the Bone and tissue, Ben, are, are uh, severely damaged. Um, <laughs> and um, you, you're kind of like, what the fuck? You're, you're broken. But you're no longer berserk. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. I've calmed down now that my arm's basically gone. Um, yeah. Do I know any 
kind of frequencies or anything for the colony? You know a colony frequency. You're quite far away, so you may not necessarily get a great. You may get a patchy uh, com. Well, I'm going to try because I think that's probably my best shot. Okay, Wait, we could have come some Apaches. <laughs> well, they would have been handy right about now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to, um, I'm just going to try and open a, open a com frequency to the Hello. Um, colony. Hello, so is anyone there? Say that. Hi, h- hello, is, is someone there? We're over by the monoliths and there's some kind of a, a dampening field or something and I I just I need someone to come out and get me. I'm, I'm Android. Didn't receive. Make a contact roll. Com- oh, hang on. And I think you've got a re-roll. I think someone gave you a re-roll. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Although, technically, when you're broken, you're not supposed to be able to make skill rolls. Didn't you, uh, didn't any... you get patched up? Did someone patch him up? Okay, no. you can't make a skill roll. Okay, that's just, you're not oh. going to be able to clear it up. Sorry. Them's the rules. You are you are broken right now. Okay. I, I tell you what. I'll let you burn your re-roll for a roll. But you won't get to re-roll it if it's crap. <laughs> this is where you have a panic attack and you pass out in the in the shuttle on your own in the rain. <laughs> what, any modifier on the... Um... Yes, minus four. Hang on, my Comtech is only two anyway, so what does that mean? You get your panic dice, your stress dice. Oh, shit, I've got loads of them. Ah! <laughs> 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 So you're just going to run away into the is, rain. That is amazing. That is amazing. Four, four face huggers. But so I good. did it. I did it. You did but it. I'm you did it. Now. Yes. My panic has now gone. Oh, no, oh, you don't oh. get another. You don't get another stress. You just roll a panic. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting four extra panic things. That'd no, be that would be nuts. It's hard, it's hard under these circumstances to differentiate stress from panic. That's <laughs> right, panic roll again. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh my God. You scream. Wow. You scream for a solid minute. You just scream. Oh, it's cathartic, though. You'll feel better after Are you that. going to insist that I actually do that? <laughs> it says you scream your lungs. No, not in. You don't have to do it as a player. On stream. <laughs> no. A method, darling. No. <laughs> um, you scream your lungs out for one round, losing your next slow action. No shit. Your stress level is decreased by one. Oh, you did you say go. it's cathartic then. You got it. It's cathartic. <laughs> but every friendly character who hears your scream must make an immediate panic roll. Um, everybody else, make an observation roll. Minus four. Okay, hold it. You scream. And as you're screaming, the radio clears momentarily for about a round. <laughs> Sorry oh. if I was doing stuff on the thing. Is it just me, or is it, does anybody One have... time I don't need to succeed. 
Does anybody else find the, the stress <laughs> yeah. level thing? Beowulf reborns. Beowulf reborns put, radio doesn't work properly. Tries to clear it up. Just screams into it. Instead. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, it's well, working. <laughs> well, if I scream loud enough, they might hear me. Oh, Shadow Hawk 472, thank you for following us. There's a lot of scared comments by now. The Middle East, she she'd shout and talk louder into the phone because they were further away. Oh yeah, absolutely. That must work. Yeah. Right. So where were we? Um, I'm screaming. I heard him. Mac, you didn't make your observation well. No, I did. You said minus four. That's what happens when I have minus four. Do you not have any four. stress? No, no, I'm stress free oh, at the moment. Wow, stress. I'm stress free <laughs> for now. <laughs> yeah. That Wait work? about ten minutes. Um, okay. Right. Uh, Engels distantly in the in the behind you because you're last to go up the ramp because you're like the scientist guy just we're not switching to you yet but you heard him scream right hold so it I you scream and you hear you hear yeah you hear um you hear a voice but you can't talk you're just screaming <laughs> but remember they won't hear you screaming unless you're because they're in space, the in space. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear me scream <laughs> We got it in. We got it in. Excellent. You hear it. Hey, this is Lee's. Um, can you hear me? Who who is that? Who who is it? We can't really the line is so bad. You guys, what's going on out there? We're picking up some weird readings and, and there's kind of all kinds of shit going on. We've had a communication from the um the, the Gould's um Android. Um he's uh that heading down to the surface in their dropship. I can't respond to that, can I? I'm still screaming. You're still screaming. Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? You stop. You now stop screaming. I'll let you stop screaming. That's kind of. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh, must be a. Lee's, Lee's, it's Holder. Where where the fuck are you? Holder, Holder. What? We're we're hold up in the op center. We're 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 holding out. The uh, couple of guys have gone missing, uh, and we haven't been able to get through to the the people in the living quarters for the last 10 20 minutes um I, i'm fucking worried man first hillo and woodruff now the others uh I, I, I i'm 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 just hoping that this android can come down and get us all out of here okay please please just relax relax what i need you to do is uh get 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 your um... holder make an observation roll I'm on a laptop and I have to have everything. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, observation, did you say? Yes. I can't even find it. That's how poor my observation is. High inside. Right Middle side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I assume also at a disadvantage. No, just roll. Oh. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You hear, and the reason you freak out is you hear something moving on the outside of the shuttle. Right, hang on. Let's roll that panic. And you panic. Or do you? Oh, you do, but is it bad? Nine. You drop the radio. Oh, fuck the radio. (laughs) And it goes off, as in it switches off. And hits the floor. And skitters across the iron grill of the 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 base of the shuttle <clears throat> and you hear 
round the outside and you can hear it's approaching the back entrance to the shuttle. Is, is it open? Yeah, it's open. The rain's coming in. They left it open. Mac left it open. Right. Um, so is it like a like a hatch? So it's like the back. It's like a hydraulic the shuttle ramp. goes. Are the, con- are the controls? They're near the door. You can like drag yourself. Remember, you can like crawl at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try and kind of drag, my, like, like using my fingers in the in the, in the grill. grills. Yeah. My, oh, I've only got one arm. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna pull myself along. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. Okay. And then, okay. Shuffling my feet as well to try and get closer to it. Okay. Let's have a um um. Now you can make an attribute roll, can't you? Let's have a strength. Let's have a strength roll. Oh, is that further down? No. I think to make a strength roll, it's the top one in the centre four. Uh, you just have oh, to I do see, uh, roll 3d6. Oh, so use the roll buttons zero. at the top to press 3d6. Oh, 3d6. Got it, yeah. Oh, no. That's not right. But it'll tell you that it's a five, three, uh, yeah, and a four. Oh, what five, you three, and four. Five, three, and a four. So no successes. Okay, you're like pulling yourself along by one arm. The rain is coming in, and as you sort of get halfway to the controls, the rain is lashing on your head, and it's making the 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 grill slippery, and your hand is kind of slipping and sliding, and you're pulling your way along. And you're like, and you can hear the singer. And as you look up, you see the head of a xenomorph lean over the edge of the doorway and it goes and its little mouth goes and just flex and then go back in and you're like trying to pull yourself up to the controls and you're kind of getting there and you reach your hand up and then the camera cuts to the alien and there's a And Holder is killed by the alien. The mouth strikes and there is a scream. Uh, It it comes out of Holder from somewhere inside his bowels. Uh, Not quite his, all the way up, out through his mouth. And it's just like... And the back of your head explodes and blood sprays across the wall uh, and the bullet hole of where Mac shot earlier on, leaving you to your death. Um, Okay. We shall cut over back to the monolith. But first, I'm going to have a quick break. (laughs) I need another drink. So uh, please don't go anywhere, everyone. Uh, please stay with us for the second half of our Alien show. Hopefully everyone's enjoying this. And guys, we're going to have some fun. Airwolf up. Reborn is the winner of the Who's Going to Die First sweepstake. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> please Forever 1974 said, one down, four to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, cool. Right. We shall... <laughs> Beowulf's put, this slow, pathetic demise of the company agent is the greatest thing I've ever watched on a live stream. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Right. I'm going to go get another alcoholic beverage so I can 
murder everyone. At least the rest of us. <laughs> and uh, and we shall see you in but five minutes. So please don't go anywhere. Go and refresh your drinks. Get more popcorn. Whoever it was with the popcorn earlier on. And uh, we shall oh, see you. Someone watching with popcorn. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. We shall see you very soon. I think we hit the pinnacle when people are watching us with popcorn. I know, right? I know. That's, that's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Right. We shall see you all very soon. Hello. Here we go. Right. We are back. Thank you for bearing with us. For I always say like five minutes, probably it's probably more like 15 minutes or something. If you're watching on YouTube uh, later, I've cut that bit out. Right. OK, cool. So we just had the sad demise of Holder in the shuttle. Oh, it wasn't that sad. <laughs> it wasn't that sad. And now we cut back to the monolith as Rose has just um a few you said a few shots you weren't doing like a full auto, no no <laughs> i was li I literally I, i'm expecting something's in there and i wanted i wanted okay. to get a reaction out of it okay. how does your motion tracker react to that well as you're firing you can't really no, check I'm it at the same time but you can do it afterwards if you want to no 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 i don't need my my, my okay. observation great bit better enough. okay know well, you there. all hear the shifting, seething noise around and ab well above you, um, and you are concerned. Let's put it that way. You hear lots of noise above you. Well, but fuck, you Rose. God knows we ain't doing stealth no more. <laughs> there was no Do you really think stealth was going to work against them? Well, I thought it might give us a fighting chance. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, um, I'm going to base. I've got my uh, pulse rifle on like a, on a sling. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull my revolver out in one hand. I'm going to pull my magnum out in the other hand. And I'm going to walk forwards, just shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, we got to go in guns blazing. What are you shooting at? Well, basically, I'm just shooting the into walls, the space. The floor. You're just like shooting. I'm just going to glance at Mac and say, and I thought you were the Texan. Okay, Jensen is, follow <laughs> Jensen is following up behind you, but she's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before, As you pull the guns out, she's like, hang on. Let's at least be slightly tactical about this. Let's go together. Let's cover each other. Don't just run in there shooting guns. They'll pick you up off the ceiling. They don't, these fucking things are nuts. We have to exactly, think about it. So yeah, as but soon you're as just you running in and firing your guns at that thing over there, she says. Now she's standing next to you. And you, you realise you're now in this weird situation where you're having an argument with someone on a ramp in the middle of an alien monolith that you know there's creatures ahead of you <laughs> yeah. and something else. Okay. She said, um, look, there's something in there we have to go and find. Don't just run in shooting guns everywhere. Did, did Let's you, get Engel did, up here. We'll cover him. We'll did, get him in there. Did you see how, how uh, fast yeah, that Please thing do not break the technology. We, we we basically we've got to get it in the, we've got to get one shot and then everyone just unload into that thing into what thing well did, did you not see the creature that came and attacked us it's got to be one of them one of those xenomorphs the yeah. things that Engel said yeah the one that I just no shot. that look that station that thing, like you're both looking at this creature this dead yeah. is clearly the creature, dead yeah. the creature is this creature is stationary yeah but yeah. there's something up there. There's something in there, something moving, but you don't know where it is. There's no point expending ammo if you yeah. don't have a viable target. Uh, okay, basically, if I shoot what's in front of me, right? If I'm just shooting in front of me... You're looking at me is, right now, so if don't. The thing, no, if the thing appears in front of me, it's getting shot. Engels, right. get up here. We need you to get... Look, 
Rose, we need, we need Rose, everyone Rose, up here Rose, right Rose. now. Apple Don't freak out. Come on. This is a stressful situation. We need everyone up together. Let's cover each other. Don't waste ammo unless you need to. If you just start shooting everywhere, you might see whatever looks like an alien and start shooting the walls. And you're wasting vi valuable ammunition. We don't have a load of ammo. Mac turns to Engels and goes, Hey, Engels, based on your scientific opinion, would you say that these aliens have acted in any normal fashion? Or have they acted more like insects protecting a hive? Well, I think that's a bit of a reach. Uh, I would say they're doing more than that. They seem to be harvesting um, and collecting as well. Uh, there certainly seems to be a hive element to their behavior, but that's not the important thing right now. We need to get over to this no, concept. No, no, no. Let's it, just it, get it, in it there. Important Kill for anything this very reason. You guys all move up the ramp, and you can all now, you're sort of halfway up the ramp. You can now see this, the space jockey in one of these chairs, but this one isn't mounted in the room, it's mounted on an arm that's kind of extending and trying to move towards the center of the room but it can't move. Something is blocking it. Something is blocking the, the path of... I mean, if I had to hazard a guess, I would say this is some kind of control or piloting chair, but it's not piloting because this monolith is designed as a communications outpost. Look, let's just get in there, kill anything that moves, and turn this damn thing off. Yeah, well, we might need to turn it on so we can turn it off. I think this is passive defense mode. Turn it off and on again. Whatever. Let's just disable the damn field. Get in there and kill anything that moves. It isn't I'll, us. I'll check my scanner as we walk in. You're getting strange covering, readings from all over. Covering each other. I'm getting strange readings. But then it's like very, very, very minor ones. Like, like the same kind of thing you get from like a door moving or oh, Shadowhawk four seventy two. Thank you for subscribing. Um, you you know like you know before you saw a lift moving and a door opening and that kind of thing. It's like that in that chamber up there. You can pick up the chair moving and it's still trying yeah. to do it. And every now and then it's almost as if What's stopping it's, it? You, it's kind of on the other side of the arm and you'd have to get close. Okay. Well, have a look. we're getting close, aren't we? Because we're supposed to be heading that so way. You're I shall start heading that way. And since they've all said well, they're going to protect I think me. Rose and Jensen will go first. Yes. Yeah. So you approach the entrance to this room and you can yeah. all feel and tell that it's warmer in here. And as you go in, <clears throat> the entranceway is kind of lined with this thick resin. Looks like it would be clear, but it's kind of so thick that it's kind of whitey, uh, opaque, milky. Is it, yeah. is, it, is it almost the stickiness? Is it almost like like the, the things we saw? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Can I yeah, snap yeah. some of the resin off and pocket it? You can. Yes, you can. Uh, and as <laughs> Please Forever 1974 said, but it's a drain. Um, uh, so you all, you kind of come up into this chamber, up this ramp. And as you kind of come up, you look around you and you can see into a large round chamber. And on the other side of the room, there's another ramp going up. And the room is kind of tapering towards the top. As you know it does from the outside, the monolith kind of comes up to a... It kind of curves away and to a point. A dull point, not a sharp point. Um, and this large chamber around you looks like it was once originally very similar to the ground floor. It has this kind of ridged, um, technological-looking uh, feel to it. It's very warm. I'm going to be recording. Sure. 
sure. The whole uh, time. In the middle of the room, there's like a raised, it looks like a dais uh, of about foot and a half, uh, of like a slightly angled uh, protrusion up from the floor. And the uh, arm is protruding from the wall is sticking out from the large slot that actually extends all the way down the wall down into the lower floor and beyond and up the ramp to the upper floor uh, it looks like it's trying to maneuver or extend itself out into the room and the reason it can't move is there is resin everywhere looking around you there are six dark oval chambers around the wall these large oval chambers. They look like kind of recesses and they are dark to your eyes right now. And around them and between them, this resin is kind of being poured and grown. And it's quite dark in here. The downstairs, there was this luminescence. Up here, less so. Uh, and just your lights kind of scanning around are all you have to kind of see what's going on. And as you kind of get up to the top of ramp, you can see that there's a large piece of like resin that's blocking the arm from extending out into the room. Um, and it looks like you could lever it out of the way. As you get closer, this large chair this large kind of scoop-like chair, half egg-like thing with an arm. Did you say it had like a console on it? Well, let me describe. In sitting into it, like in the first Alien movie, there is a space jockey, one of these large creatures. Let's not talk about engineers right now. Let's talk about space jockeys. And this creature <laughs> looks like it lives inside this chair, sure. like it's part of this chair. And it has this kind of bony looks like an exoskeleton it looks like it's calcified now or like long dead um part, uh, of, the part of the crew yeah uh and and from uh the where the arm mounts into the wall there's like a protrusion that comes up and over and there is some kind of screen mechanics something in front of it it has arms but it has doesn't have any visible legs and it looks like it is part of the chair um the machinery looks dead you can't there's no like lights on it's definitely machinery uh it's definitely some sort of computer interface it looks very different to what you're used to um lots of kind of ovals um spheres those kinds of shapes knobs levers um less of a view there's no kind of screen doesn't look like there's a screen to it at all. Okay, I need to climb up on this guy's lap then. So that I can access the console. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I, I'm going to need to try and access that console. Uh, could somebody do something about this resin that is blocking the chair? Because I think it, it may help if the chair has mobility to be able to access some of the controls. Jensen like looks around at everyone and then goes, like oh. moves around to the other side. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, it's it's. It, I mean, it's still quite a big chamber. Remember, the one downstairs was a big chamber with a big with a big ramp, lots of space. This is still a big chamber. It's probably 
50, 60 feet across. So it's like a large chamber and this arm seems to be trying to come out into the center of it. And the corners and the recesses are dark. There's ridges, there's kind of resin being like- Shepard, can you, can you assist me in getting up onto the, um, the space chair, man? Uh, sure, I'll sling my gaffer taped rifle slash incinerator. Okay. Uh, Mac, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're as peeled as they can be, man. So, Mac, you're looking around the room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Rose, Jensen, Shepard, and Engels all approach the chair. And as you do, this alien creature, the existence of another kind of, this is clearly a very different creature to the to the xenomorph creatures that you've you've been fighting this is like a whole nother thing this thing has technology it clearly is an intelligent or was an intelligent creature when it was alive and this realization of like alien life sentient alien life gives you all one point of stress it's like nothing you've ever seen or anyone Back up to seven. Has ever seen. And Shepard, you give a, a boost up to Engels. And Engels, we have a little shot from far away and Ridley Scott's children are climbing over a, a set. <laughs> um, and uh, you clamber up on top of this creature. And as you get up, there's like a musty residual clinging scent um, that kind of filters in even through your your suit for some reason you're like the filters on your suit or something are i don't know you're you're like maybe it's your own sweat and body or something you're, maybe your adrenaline's kicked up a notch you're just like you you're feeling very different maybe you're super excited about this amazing discovery that you have right in front of you this this creature and its head is huge its head is like this big in front of you, and it's of, like of 30 foot tall. The cranium of this magnitude is quite significant. Mm. There seem to be two major controls on the sides of this technological console, um, and they look similar size to its hands. Okay, now I'm going to reach out my diddy little human hands and try and access. Yeah. Okay, the so controls. you're like doing this, uh, Rose. You're pulling the resin off the side of the chair yeah okay so you like get you get the butt of your gun in and like lever it off <laughs> and it's like that bit where ripley pulls the stuff off of newt you know it's like that kind of gooey shell-like stuff <laughs> and it sloughs down onto the onto the floor uh, and the arm goes and starts moving and you have to kind of get out of the way because it's clearly a strong mechanical system yeah, that yeah. would, you know, brush you aside. Shepard, you're suddenly standing like, uh, whoa, uh, and this thing moves away from you. As soon as he's up, the, right, the rifle's coming back out and I'm looking around. Sure, okay. Mac, Shepard, please make observation rolls at minus three. Balls. Engels, you're suddenly on a strange kind of fairground ride as this kind of large creature almost like a bronco uh, like kind of it moves it doesn't it's not rocking side to side or anything but just the fact that it starts moving when you weren't anticipating it you're like whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we got <laughs> okay uh, that's not a good sound 
Okay. Why do I get the feeling things are not going as well as we could have okay. hoped? Shepard, you're, you heard like a shifting noise. You're not sure where it came from, but it's, you think it was up in the walls over there. It's quite, it's really dark. You're having trouble seeing. You I've got need a to lamp go, Yeah, you'll need to go closer to like get <laughs> no. the light actually on. At the moment, you're just like panning a light around and you're seeing shapes and you're seeing outlines, but you're not seeing detail because it's, it's like, it's quite oppressive in here. Uh, Shepard, you just got a re-roll from Please Forever 1974. Cool, thank you. <laughs> a saying, good luck team. Um, and yeah, you're not realizing it's, it's like a strange oppressive darkness. It's almost like the bioelectric field is dampening the battery power of your torches and lamps, and it's restricting the lighting. Ah, my first hypothesis was that the xenomorph creatures were generating the bioelectric field through the monoliths, but actually, it would seem to be the other way around. The monolith is generating the bioelectric field, and the xenomorphs are attracted to it. And as you say that, the arm maneuvers into the middle of the room, over the dais, and there's like a, and suddenly above you, Engels, filling your eyes and your mind, springs into life a holographic representation of the Milky Way galaxy, and all of you are suddenly stunned. This light That's what happens to my mind as well. <laughs> fills the fills the room and you're like whoa you're knocked back you're like taken has this lit up the room back wait a moment <laughs> <laughs> because you're all drawn to it momentarily so much so that it consumes your perception for a moment and Engels uh, who's looking at it? Is everyone, everyone's looking at it. Everyone make observation rolls, and I'll give you some. I mean, I, I had my back to it. But okay, Mac. Right. It. Okay. In which case, we'll, we'll I'll talk to you in a moment. But every, if everyone else is drawn to it, bear in mind this will mean you are drawn to it, and your perception oh, is consumed. I, I would literally just glance at. It okay, appear, so your roll doesn't. Yeah. So, okay, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm so if everyone else thing. is trying to ignore it. I'd be far too interested in, in not dying or other people not dying. Angles. I think you've got a re-roll, haven't you? I've got two re-rolls. Okay. I'm going to use one of them. Okay. Because you're shitting me. How many dice are you rolling? And you all of them. didn't get any successes. 14 dice. 14 dice, no successes. Statistically impossible. Why don't you... Here's an idea for you. Why don't you not re-roll six of those stress dice that didn't get a panic on them? Or is that boring? No, I'm going to use a, a re-roll, re-roll, which is a... Oh, you've got to re-roll the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've Go got... Yeah. Got... Is there any modifiers? I forgot to ask. No, no, no modifiers. You're just there standing looking at this thing. That's that's a bit more like it. Okay, cool. Three successes. <laughs> so, this Milky Way galaxy, <clears throat> boom, explodes into the room above you. And in one corner, in one arm, in one twist of the galaxy... You can see a small green pulsing light. And from that light, you see little lines tracing out. And because you've made three successes, I will allow you to either ask your questions or know something fundamental. I will take the fundamental, I think. 
that green light is your the planet you are standing on right now and you see lines tracing out from it and reaching other worlds you see seven lines tracing away one of those lines suddenly turns into a dotted line in a strange curve down to a, another world which you think might be LV426. I will video the crap out And of these it. other lines spread out and reach other planets. And that fills your perception for a moment and fills the room with light and and all of you standing. Um, so Shepard and Mac were, I think, one side of Engels and Rose and Jensen were the other because they were moving the um, resin, the, the resin off. So Shepard, Mac, you're standing there looking around the room, and as the light fills the room, you both see an alien. It, it's like on the wall. It's like they haven't had enough time to like juice up the whole room to be full on, you know, like uh, I can hide in the walls. But it's like close and like for a moment you're like, uh, uh, and it looks up at you like, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Rose and Jensen watch as from one of the large oval cavities a large head protrudes and the face pokes through the hologram in the center of the chamber and looks at angles and this huge head with a large crest coming back from it looks at you and goes ah, get away from me you bitch <laughs> <laughs> nice and i think we'll have initiative so this should be fun. Yeah, the the surprise on Engel's face as this hologram, this beautiful, beautiful hologram in front of you is broken by the queen alien's face. This thing doesn't look quite as big as the... Um, I'm just going to recall all of the cards. Just yeah, yeah to, you need to recall all the old ones, yeah. don't you? Shuffle after recall. All. Right, let's deal. Deal. One card. Are you dealing or are we drawing? I'm dealing. Okay. Uh, I, everyone apart from apart from Mark. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> Don't say things like that, or he'll end up being allowed to play the queen. Oh, oh, like the Mark, do you want to roll for the aliens when they do their attacks? All right. It's literally like you just have to roll a d6 and it will just say and then i will say what it does but it it, it will mean that you get to like join in join in the combat Yay. right let's go to the I'm map hoping. screen <laughs> or not. briefly uh kind of the map screen i'm just gonna where where are we where's that map where's the yay map got one right i'm just gonna show our uh viewers if any of you haven't been with us previously, this is the colony map, uh, the planetary map for um, for LV832, which is a, a, a small region of Kazakhstan. 
Um, right. Okay. So where are we? Um, I have a. F oh no! I need a. I need multiple cards, don't I? Because I need to roll. I need to have an initiative card for each, each attack. So what oh, I'll yeah. do is I need oh, to deal yeah. myself three more cards. So I'll just do that now. I won't rob Mac of his one. That no, would be damn right you won't. <laughs> deal. Yeah, don't rob me of my three team. cards to Garblag. <laughs> okay. So right, who, let's all put our cards on. Who got ten? I did. <laughs> Right, so don't move them, because remember, I position them beneath your faces on the overlay so that people know when you're going. Right, um, two? Who got two? I got two. Simon got two. Okay. Okay, let me just put my uh, mine down here. I think I got... Who oh, got... Mac just got a re-roll. Mac just got a reroll. There you go, Mac. Mac gonna need that reroll. Right. Who got? Did someone get a five or a seven? I got a seven. You got a seven. Okay. Right. Okay. The five must have been yours. Yep. So I got five, six, eight, nine. Okay. Excellent. Right. Uh, reroll. Uh, please uh, re-roll for everyone. We will save this team, damn it. <laughs> Everyone's rooting for you guys. This is awesome. Where were all the re-rolls? So Rose got a re-roll. And... Um, <laughs> World Builder just gave the damn queen a re-roll. <laughs> okay, right. So That's in case she succeeds, chaps. Mac got one too. Mac got one too. So Mac and Rose got a re-roll. I believe. Uh, and Shepard. Yep. Yeah, okay, cool. Right. Yeah. Okay, good. Right. Here we go. So we might go a little bit late tonight, guys, but we. Will, <laughs> we, will, we will no, we keep... won't. We'll all be dead in about two minutes. Yeah, give it a second. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay, let's go. Right. So initiative order. The rerolls are all coming out of the woodwork now. <laughs> yeah. Well, blimey. Yeah. Everyone's just going. Psh, psh. I think everyone's been saving them up for this episode. Right. Okay. So <laughs> initiative one. <laughs> right, what are you doing, Mac? Right, did I see the queen? Sort of, I'm assuming it's a queen. No. Is it a queen? Or is it... No, no you are. Oh, you, you saw the one I saw. I mean, yeah. you see an alien, you're like, fuck. So, yeah, like, that's I, going I, on behind you. You don't even care. Yeah, so I, I don't even care. Yeah, no. I, th I think Mac would just be like, I can see this in front of me. Like, Mac's not a trained soldier. He's not looking for anything else. He's yeah. just going to set it on fire. Okay, so describing the zone, you guys are in uh, the central zone. And then there's a mm -hmm. zone either side of you. Uh, there's four around. Mm -hmm. Okay. The the uh, the map. Okay. Uh, so um, medium range. Would that would that hit the thing in the wall? I'm guessing. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's a, is that your flamer? Yeah. The your incinerator. 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 Uh, I mean, I assume I can still take aim with the incinerator, even though it's technically like a just. <laughs> Uh, it's a ranged <laughs> weapon, isn't it? I love yeah. the technical. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just check. It, it sounds counts. like my players from um, Path of the Pilgrim trying to talk Ignad. Oh, yeah. I can I say, everyone watching now, watch Path of the Pilgrim. It's fantastic. The guys do some awesome role playing. And last session, 
the way people described the languages that they were talking was just great. <laughs> the, and when someone said, I'll do Aquan, and everyone just went at the same time. It was like, it was brilliant. <laughs> yes, Ashadil, like, that's the shopping channel. <laughs> that is the shopping channel. That's our QVC. Uh, right, heavy weapons. Incinerator unit, range medium. Damage two, weight one, fire intensity nine. Okay, so you need to roll to hit it. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do fire intensity nine. Can he aim like he else? Uh, yes, you can aim because it is a ranged weapon. However, cool. that will take up your fast action. That's fine. Okay. I only care about trying to burn some alien in front of me. Right. Uh, Aiming's plus two, isn't it? It is plus two, yes. Burn! Let's go. Can I add all of that to damage, please? (laughs) I think you can. So, So, now wait, 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 hang on. Because flamers work slightly differently, don't they? We have to roll this damage nine. So it takes damage and then it's... and then I roll nine. Yeah, so you roll if nine. If it takes damage, it then catches fire. But you get a, your your nine your nine damage dice will allow you to do. Um, do you even roll to hit? Then I don't think you roll to hit. I think you just roll. You just roll nine dice. Yeah, so you it's can't aim with a flamethrower. So you no, can't you aim with a flamethrower. So you roll nine dice, right? And <sighs> what happens is you do a base damage of two, and every success above that, you get an extra point of damage. It then has oh. five armor against fire that it rolls to negate your damage. No. So do you not roll stress then? On flaming weapons. No, uh, I don't think so. If it's area effect, maybe not. Hang on. But hell, even the first nine dice you've got there have got three successes in them. So. Uh... Yeah, I think it's just a, it's just a like you're going, you know, just kind no, of. Thing. Cause it doesn't see. It, there's no no way yeah. you can panic yeah. from firing. Because uh, like you're very confident right. that you're burning somebody else other than yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a right uh, is a very good point. You can't see if you panic. However, what we'll do is we'll say. Mac hasn't panicked because you didn't roll a, a panic, yeah. but what that's not your damage roll. So we'll roll nine dice for the incinerator, and it's base damage two, uh, and that's what you that's what yeah. you do. Okay, well, so you want me to roll roll nine dice? Nine, yeah? nine dice, and okay, it does what it, I'll do... it does two damage plus one for every. Let's have a look. No, oh. just ignore the yellow dice. But there's one. There's only eight. Yeah, that's oh, not damn enough it. dice. Damn it. You need to roll another one. I don't know what it was last time. Just roll 1d6, Dan. That's a good idea. Right. I'll do that. And then push the roll. He's got a free re-roll. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, that was a terrible roll. So just I'm do a re-roll. Down. Yeah, just re-roll apart from the one that you succeeded. Uh, you that's did a re-roll. It's not push. The re-roll yeah. is a re-roll. Uh, oh yeah, but my character actually gets a free push when it comes to agility once per thing. So I don't know if I oh. want to use it now or. This is your push. Then. This is your free push. Yeah, you may as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, we're we're in the late stage of an alien film. There's not a lot of point in saving okay, roll. Okay, I'm going to re-roll everything but the one success. Yeah. Boop. 
So three successes. Yeah. Burn you motherfucker. Okay. So five damage. So a fire is measured in intensity, blah blah blah. Roll a base number of base die equal to the intensity for every die uh, success rolled, you suffer one point of damage. If you take damage then you're on fire. This doesn't make this doesn't quite add up. Raj someone said Suffer not the alien to live. Janov in the chat, because Janov knows all the rules to you've this. Got, yeah, you've got to roll your five dice, and if you don't roll three successes, you're on fire. Uh, no, because uh, it's plus two damage, because it's an incinerator. So two damage, damage plus total. one, so you've got three damage. So five. Yeah. The plus two from oh, the incinerator unit. Not every hit does two, two damage. Plus two. No, so four. So oh, four. two plus Sorry. two. Four damage. No, five. He. He kept oh, the yeah, because I do remember I kept my success from my before yeah, one. So oh, so yeah, okay, damage. yeah, sorry. Five damage. Okay, here we go. And I'm going to roll... Uh, five arm dice. Five dice. None. So five damage. Hey, you, you, got, you got two space cubes. Sorry? You have to panic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the alien's really going to panic for you bunch of soft humans coming yeah, into yeah. the room. I mean, I literally just set it on fire. I mean, if that was anything that was going to make it panic, that would be it. If anything, it's going to it's make you come and tear you a new asshole. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that as well. <laughs> right, hang on, I'm just getting to the uh, right xenomorph. There's so many xenomorphs in the book. You're like, wow. The thing about the xenomorph is because he has two activations and he has to roll fire damage at the start of his activation. Essentially, he rolls fire damage twice in a round. He has two activations. No, it's not every activation, it's every round. It's beginning of the yeah, round. It's beginning of the round. They they, they take yeah, it. Yeah, the fire is now the alien's fire, not Mac's fire. It's not your fire. Mac has gifted that fire to the alien and yeah, now the absolutely. alien has to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, but this is just like, you know, this is an alien that's bred to protect the queen. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh so how much damage did you do, sorry? Five. 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 Well done. Yeah. The thing screams horribly. Uh, and like, you know, that elephant. And like flames lick around it. And it's like the, there's some resin on it dripping from the ceiling and it catches fire. And its body is kind of uh, got a little nimbus of flame across the surface of it. The skin of this creature looks biomechanical its teeth look metallic there's a liquid dripping from it the humidity is gathering on its body and dripping off as it's hanging from kind of almost the ceiling staring at you but you're like <laughs> right who's next rose uh, yeah you are standing there and stepping out into the room which initiated the combat is a queen alien you don't know you don't know it's a queen but this is a fucking huge alien bigger than the ones you've seen before more limbs bigger crest and it is screaming at Engels it's a bit larger than one of those cargo loaders it's just, oh my just god a... Engels you're such a dick says the queen <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit larger than one of those cargo power loaders get away from him you bitch <laughs> I'm gonna um, I'm I'm gonna chew on chew on my che root. I'm gonna say, do you feel lucky? And then I'm gonna shoot it with my uh, pulse rifle. Are you going full auto? Full auto. Take a point of stress first. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Stress. Totally worth it. Oh yeah. yeah. 
see that there seems to be some sort of small large sack creature? hanging off the back of its body. I would have thought that would be a large creature. Does that count as a large creature? Uh, I bloody well hope so. It's got to be pretty hard to miss. That thing's enormous. It's a large target, which is plus two. But I think you count as engaged. No, surely really? Engels is engaged. Oh no, Engels is engaged. Sorry, yes, you're at you're at you're at close range, but not engaged. Oh, Engels is getting Engels is going to get acid again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's That's face it's face to face with Engels. The scene is like, you know, it's going to get like, shot <gasps> by Rose, did, and did I'm going to get sprayed with acid. Rose, by the way, hey, did you take aim with that? Uh, For another plus two. No, because <laughs> I, I figured that actually. Um, because we, we were pushing that thing out of the way, we were, ah, yeah. like, I was literally going to have to grab my gun and pull it sure. up. So sure, I yeah, sure. Really makes sense. So, be. Okay. what does full auto I love do it when stress? Almost disadvantage themselves well, for the narrative. Yeah. You got plus I mean, two, plus two because it's large. Two I've literally, well, oh, so that's your two, attack roll there. Plus two because it's full auto. Okay, so you've done so three. Yeah, pull the trigger. And your base damage is two. Base damage is two. So you do four points of damage. Two. Uh, so the first one is the hit. Does it get a minus two. one? Oh, the first one's hitting, isn't it? The first one. The first one is hitting, yeah. and two extra. So what does the full auto bit do? So Gives it more dice. Yeah, and also I can if I if I shoot if the first hit shoots one guy and kills him, I can basically spray. Well, you so have to. Yeah, you can dish it out. So each of those you hits, you could say that's two damage on three that's people, fine. rather than four damage on um, one. Do you, what are you, you going to do about ammo checks? Well, we'll you do them? I don't think we're going to last long enough to make that. Well, don't worry about until that. you need it most, and then you'll be run out. Cool. <laughs> uh, Beowulf Reborn said, My second death prediction is about to come true. Engels dies to acid spray. Smiley face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, right. So the queen, uh, you go, and the queen gets to roll her armor. Now you your armor halved. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> However, it's probably how got like dice? 15 armor. Nearly. AP half armor. Like 10 or something. It's mental. <laughs> she just cancelled out three points of the four damage. Oh, right. <laughs> so you go, and some of your shots ricochet off of the bony exoskeleton. And this hard, you know, there's something almost metallic about the structure of this creature. And, and it, like the bullets bounce, bounce off. Um, yeah. But you do you hear it, and there's a there is like acid goes psh. Poor <laughs> angles. Your angles. Um, it's fine. Billy, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I mean acid splash. you've been ten. You've been acid <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Wow, so it, one bullet does a lot of acid. Um, so is is the armor like ablative? As in if so for instance if if you shoot someone and did and this this so the queen has just taken three art three points of armor have just soaked my my weapon. It doesn't degrade. It doesn't degrade. No, no. Only after degrade armor. <laughs> He's got another reroll. I wish him luck. Okay. Um, uh, Is one wound Engels trying to survive? Some now lessons? I'm actually I'm actually this round this round Engels isn't going to get splashed with with acid. Because of where Rose is in relation to Engels, they are completely yeah. different sides of the Queen. 
So I'm not going to say that this wound causes acid to spray on Engels. If it was a small yes. creature, then I'd say, yeah, that's fine, because you shoot a creature near Engels. But this thing is big. So, you know, shoot the arse of it. Someone by the face of it isn't going to get acid in the face. So, Engels, you, you hear the... the, the suddenly there's a flame going on around you. Right. Okay, so... Uh, we're going to say, just to help you guys out a little bit, that the Praetorian is on the lower initiative numbers and the Queen is on the 8 and 9. I think that's kind of fair. Wait, because Praetorian sounds Praetorian? so helpful, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was the one oh, that was... Oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> you hurt it a lot. You really hurt it. You really hurt it. Don't worry. Yeah, now it's angry. Great. Now, now it's super fucking angry. Uh, and it's, like, it's really pissed off now. And it moves into engaged <laughs> range with Mac and Shepard. And you can take it sticking your thumb damage. right up its ass. Sorry? <laughs> take its flame damage at the start of its round or at the start of everyone's round. Start, start of the whole no. round, I think. Uh, it's taken damage this round. Next round, it will take more damage. Flame so we go, when we go back to the initiative order, sense. you do flame damage. Um, okay, so it it moves into your zone. Um, Mark, which Hello? of uh, which of the two people, Mac or Shepard, is the alien going to attack? <laughs> oh, I wonder who. <laughs> Could be. Well, I mean, Mac you just flamed it. So. I mean, I did flame it. It makes sense. This is another one of those situations where I think it's difficult to differentiate between personal knowledge and in-character knowledge. <laughs> Are you I, saying whoever wins, we I lose? Know you don't have to. <laughs> I think the alien is going to go for whoever it perceives as the aggressor, which is going to be the one that just sets it on fire. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Right. So, in that case, Mark, please roll 1d6. How? <laughs> on your on your you should have a 1d6 button oh i closed it because i'm dead hang on <laughs> you can also do slash roll 1d6 or click on the dice on roll 20 and press the d6 button oh d6 do the Two, one on the character sheet it's yellow it's cool right. there you go one okay i'm the... dead <laughs> it lands on the floor is that what it does and yep. it screams at the top of its lungs, almost like a velociraptor calling the other velociraptors. Oh, crap. Um, Mark, roll 1d6. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought this would be crap, but this is actually horribly horrible. Okay, you hear seething and moving and from around the room and from the chamber upstairs that's its go <laughs> okay um that's what you get <laughs> who's next shepherd this thing is standing there going Okay, can I move? More. Can I move out of engaged range? You can. You'd either need to move down the ramp, or into the recess, or into the area where the queen is. 
uh, towards the ramp. Okay, so you move on to the ramp. You can still see everything. And then I'm going to... Mac, Shepard's running away. No, I, I, <laughs> I still want to get Ma sprayed. Mac will be running away shortly as well. <laughs> and I'm gonna Mac is not a commissar. I'm going to open up on full auto. Aren't you using your incinerator? Um, I think I Fall might back. hit you if I do. I, I'd rather be hit by fire than acid. Apone, apone. No, sorry, go on. I'm assuming if I fire the incinerator, it will hit Mac. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. In which it's case, it's like I'll... a, it's a, it's a. a I mean, and you've got your gaffer taped together, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... In which case, I'll fire the incinerator at the Praetorian. Okay. Cool. Let's go. I, I think so... we do need to have a roll to hit. But then we roll fire intensity for the damage. Does yeah, that... I, I felt that's what we were doing last time. We were rolling to hit, adding the bonuses to the base damage, and then doing the fire incinerator. Because you, I thought they but only the caught fire. Incinerator if you says hit. it's a damage two. Yeah. Yeah. So it adds so the two. Do you damage just roll to... nine dice for the flamethrower? And if you get it, I suppose it's like rolling to hit, isn't it? You may I mean, not. So, is, all right. So I hit. Basically, and I didn't flames. Have. It flames a whole area. There is no needing to hit because no, because it's, it's, it's a okay, stream, yeah. isn't it? It's a it's an area weapon. Yeah, yeah. you basically so basically you point it at a creature, and you go, and then you roll the nine dice to see if you hurt it. Yeah. So ignore what happened there. We're going to roll the nine dice. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I'd say that that was nine dice. Oh, that was nine dice, wasn't it? It was nine dice. Yeah, that was nine dice. So you got one success so you oh, okay all right so yeah you, we'll go with so that you hit it for two points of damage because his base damage is two yeah oh hang on doesn't that add one because you just said we auto hit i i think you need a success to hit it <laughs> so confused you don't know what's me. going on anymore so you need at least it one doesn't really to clear it up in the rules it doesn't about clear how up the incinerator so, works. No, i'm going to make a ruling right now we roll fire intensity almost like a roll to hit the first one gives you two points of damage so you're actually better off roger because right now if you follow the fire intensity rules you've done one damage so your first one does two points of damage and every success beyond that gives you another point of damage if this is wrong then we'll find out post game and correct however that's we'll how edit we're in post we'll <laughs> We'll do some re-rolls. We'll, like, we'll do the Snyder cut. Um, <laughs> right, so... <laughs> everything's moody. Um, right, so... You hit... You got one success. So you hit for two points of damage, which is the base damage of the incinerator unit. Now add to fire intensity, because it's getting hit by more. I don't Sorry? know how that works. If you shoot something that's already on fire with more fire, does the fire intensity increase? No, no. But it does per round, doesn't it? Intense fire it's to just, deal with. It's just fire. It's just it's gone fire. It's already on fire. You can't like. Oh, no, no, I was it. just curious. I don't. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, there's no rule for that. Uh, oh no, no rule I'm for on how... double fire. Double. I'm on double double fire. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean the, the, the intensity does increase at the beginning of the round, though, doesn't it? It does it each does, round. Yeah. The longer yeah. it's on fire, now, yeah. Obviously, yeah. if someone stops taking damage from fire, it goes away. So you want to keep flaming them. So you. Keep him. I set the fire. Yeah, fair I, said, I, I want a fire, fire section on it. Okay, right. So uh, I need to roll my fire armor, which is five oh. dice. So you've done me two damage, and I need to roll five dice. So and I got one success, so I take one point of damage. 
where did I put my pen? Here we go. I'm actually writing this down. Look at that. Old school. Uh, yeah, so it's hurt. It's like, you know, and Mac, you'll see this jet of fire come in, flick over the exterior of its body, and it is uh, clearly in serious pain. Um, right, next, it is the Queen. Did so, you draw a card for Jensen, by the way? I didn't draw a card for Jensen. You're absolutely right. Here we go. I'm going to deal one to Mark then. Because then that's a separate person. Or uh, here we go. Let's deal one. It's likely going to be lower, isn't it? I Mark, I'm just going to deal this to you so it's to a separate person. So it doesn't get uh, mixed up. You can say that she was caught by surprise by the first round, and thus that's why she's missed it. Well, we'll have to do anything with that? No, no. Uh, can you flip it? Can you go and click on it? And then what? It should then appear for me. No. Can you drag it onto the desktop, the tabletop? Aha. Okay, right, cool. So she was a three. So we'll just have her. We'll have she her. She can go. just jump in now, I guess. She can just jump in now before the queen, which is probably a good time for her to jump in. Um, Rose, if you could make a ranged combat. Uh, what? Sorry, what is your ranged combat? My range is two. And your agility is. My agility is four. Okay, Holder, can you, Mark, can you adjust your agility to four and your range combat to three? Uh, maybe. Please. It's like asking Simon to do tech things. <laughs> no, 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 I want Mark to roll. I want agility Mark to roll. Poor old Mark has to sit there watching while you guys fight no, these I'm things. So you know I what? Do you know what? It's fine. I've, I was distracted anyway because I've just had a notification from YouTube that somebody's uploaded a cover of one of my songs. What? Wow. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologise for being slightly distracted. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, rain, uh, so uh, agility what? Sorry. Oh, hang on. I'm on the wrong thing. Agility four, range combat three. Yep. And then, and then roll it. What? Both? Yeah. Oh, uh, and stress... Three. Oh, stress three. It, is it just me, or is the stress thing on the character sheet on roll twenty complete jank? It's a little bit weird. You have to notch it up and down, and you can do each one individually. To respond when you click on it. Um, stress three, range combat three, agility four. So I'm rolling range combat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is he using a pulse rifle? It's plus two. Yeah. Also plus two. So I just put and you can aim, and you can aim as well. Yeah. So, so when you get four. modifiers, put two. And it's a large creature. Actually, it's large it's and plus yeah, so it six. gets another one. Uh, plus and also, one. a pulse rifle just gets a basic bonus one as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Oh, one. Right, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Hang on a second. Pulse rifle one. Aim. Pulse rifle aim. one. This is where the stress aim comes two, from. Mark. Large creature two. Plus five plus to your roll. So no, full auto. plus full auto. Plus four seven. auto, so plus seven to your plus roll. Seven. Yeah, I, I, I did my seven in that little box. Yep. Is seven. it a seven or a plus seven? I can never remember. I know, seven, just seven. Just seven. seven. Just, just seven. seven. It's only negative if you're taking away. So I no, don't. No, plus. some game, some of the games in roll twenty require you to put a plus in mm. for the positive things. So. Whoa. Okay. Now she can push. Remember, she can push. It's so a she... So she can keep all the good dice, push, 
to re-roll all the all the bad ones. So you can roll uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, so eight, nine, 12 ten, eleven, and, twelve, thirteen. Twelve and one stress. 14. Take two of the stress off. Yeah. Uh, thirteen dice. Yeah. So roll one, thirteen d yeah. six. And the last oh, one's the stress, I guess. Thing, don't I? Uh, yeah. So do I just do like five, five, and three? If you want to, that'll so. work. One. Oh man! So one. Thirteen dice and getting one. Four successes in yeah. total. So your weapon has a base damage of two, uh, plus three, so that's five damage. Okay. Let's see how much gets through. Did we want that to happen? I don't even know which. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Sorry. That's just unloading, Lieutenant. Unloaded. Oh, so only one. Four. Takes four points of damage. The elephant squeal erupts through the room and like acid <laughs> um, sprays away. Um, That's got to be some serious stress from a, from an alien queen screaming. Yeah. Oh, everyone, in the, everyone in the room takes a point of stress. Go for yeah. it. I like that the, the screaming's the stressful bit, not the fact that we're being swarmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Does that, do you want me to add... A one, yep. yeah, Jensen. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm Jensen. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> you're kind of covering Jensen a little bit. All right. Okay. Um, now you're going to rip it to pieces. Now it's the queen. Right. <laughs> so, the first thing we're going to do, Mark, to des to decide the queen's intentions, we're going to roll a d6, a one I'd to love two. To decide the queen's intentions. <laughs> The, the fe a one to two, parliament. a one to two what? is attack. <laughs> a one to two is attack angles. A three to four is attack rows, and a five to six is attack Jensen. So I roll a d six. Yep. Oh, gone for Jensen. So that last shot that tore into her. So she will have to move on eight to get into engaged range, and then on initiative. In it, no, no, because she gets two. Oh, I don't <laughs> so on initiative nine, <laughs> we now hang on, hang on, we now roll one d six to see what the queen does. Only a one. <laughs> Three. Oh, is she going to turn us tear us to pieces? Beastly bite. <laughs> the xenomorph takes a huge bite from its victim. The attack is rolled with ten base dice. Damage God. one. If the attack causes any damage, it inflicts critical injury sixty-one. Even if the victim isn't broken, triggering a panic roll. An injury roll sixty-one. Did you say everything above certain is numbers? Ruptured jugular. Yeah. Time limit one round. Your healing time is two to six days. It's fatal. Hang on, it's fatal. Yeah, think, and you've got, and you can recover. In... No, okay, you can recover so... if someone gets to you inside so, one oh. round to provide medical aid. Oh shit! If okay. someone gets on her and immediately Luke covers the wound, it. she okay, can live. Right. So ten base dice, one d ten or ten d six. So roll ten d six. Right. Okay. Oh, you only got one. Only got okay, one. but her armor could she save her right now. Oh yeah, she's got a uh, six um, armor. Five armor. I got a reroll earlier on. 
So, so Mark, can you please re-roll oh. nine dice? Ben, no, then you have to re-roll the whole thing. Oh, no, I do have to re-roll the whole thing. Re the whole thing. Yeah, He's deliberately misinterpreting what that re-roll was for. So, re-roll the whole did thing. something successful. So I've got to roll 10d6 again. Yeah. Ben, yep. you had one job. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Ben. Three successes. Right, okay. You just so, killed the Marines, What's her ben? armor? Six. Six. Damn it, that was my backup character. She's, she's got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Here we go. Oh! oh! She took one point of damage. The queen turns can around. Can she push? There's a... <laughs> oh, can she? Not oh, no, on you armor. can't push armor. Not on armor. <laughs> no. so, and the queen turns around. And like... The bite comes out. Clamps into um, uh, Jensen's neck. Arterial blood sprays across... Marshall Rose's face <laughs> and she goes ah, ah, and falls backwards like uh, like ah. you can still save her Rog Frant uh, no, well, I can't I'm not no, he's two enough. zones away oh dear um, okay so this is all on you Ben just, you are legitimately just keeping it real for a moment oh god do I save Jensen or do I keep working <laughs> save the marine I mean, think about it at the end of the day. Our primary mission is to turn off the thing. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, Engels, sorry. Sorry, I should say. With the chair moving into position, the bioelectric field has gone. Aha. Uh -huh. which case I shall leap to Jensen's <laughs> side and provide medical aid. Okay. I thought you were going to say leap and run away. <laughs> oh, I'm going to try and save Jensen. I mean, um, had, well, had hang on. Engels hang confirmed on. this to everybody that you know this is. Hasn't off. said anything. <laughs> you're you're on the chair, and between you and Jensen is the Queen Alien. <laughs> so you'll need to go round the Queen. Do you know the safest place on her back? <laughs> that would be amazing. The scientist on the Steve Queen's back it. with the with the pedat trying to smack her on the head. Ice kick. Um, it's not um, like she's got a giant slashy tail or anything. Or acid blood if you actually somehow hurt it. What do you want? I'm to still do? gonna try and get to Jensen and do medical aid. Okay. Because that's the right thing you to do. You can do that. You are now in engaged range again with I the understand alien queen. The consequences you, of this you, action. But you have to pass your medical aid role <laughs> in order to provide medical attention. I Come do. on. Don't let Mark go through another character. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Medical aid. <laughs> Here we go. Any modifiers? I have got a medical kit. No, I, I was going to give you a penalty, but because you've got a medical kit, it's neutral. I mean, you're like rushing and there's a queen alien leaning over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I succeeded. You succeeded. Okay, so you clamp. You're like, as you're running over, you're like pulling out like this big um, stick-on bandage, bandage thing. And you're just like whoop, on her neck. Blood sprays over your face like, and you're like in the shadow of the alien queen you freak out 
Yes, I imagine so. Let's have a. Do you want me to roll? make a panic roll? Yes, please. I can't imagine that this would be, be amazing. Nice I want you to go berserk. I want yeah, I was going to say he needs to go be amazing. Oh, nine. Oh, I dropped could've, something. Could have could have picked this up. This would be the only thing I do. I drop something or I shout into drop, the void. You drop your pee and it breaks. It's fully smashed and broken. It's like completely in smithereens, and you, you gain one point hand? of stress. It knows in his pocket. It just like drops out, like. But the, the only floor. thing I was holding you in my hands like, was her throat, uh, and I can't easily drop that. No, you're I, kind of on top. You know what I could have said is you drop the medical kit. Boys, air canister. But that would have been. No. Hey, from the man who's been smoking a cigar for twenty minutes. Smoking <laughs> sure. a cigar for twenty minutes. No, he's been smoking a cigar for about five minutes. He's probably oh, hyperventilating at the moment. <laughs> Why do you think you walk into the room and shooting random things? Okay, so you drop the PDAT smashes into tiny pieces on the floor. Good uh, news, in fact, though, it I dropped, can't no, take much it more drops stress. to the floor, and the queen's foot <laughs> crushes it. Uh, but you bandage jensen's neck so that she's not dead but she's lying on the floor i mean she's not going anywhere she's not going anywhere she's not doing anything she's like uh, on the floor um and rose is standing over you like uh, um grenade loaded okay right we're a bit close for the grenade to be honest <laughs> just a little bit we cut to the interior of another spaceship the Gould the USCMC Gould and we see a figure climbing into the cockpit of a dropship hang on one second I need to go back to the faces screen really I don't know where I've got the map going here we go and Birch the android climbs into the pilot's seat of the dropship buckles in because that's clever because it's not ash <laughs> that's not what the reference is the reference is mothership and the bay doors the bay doors open and the dropship the clamp lets go and the dropship falls down into the atmosphere and mark birch the android your new character is piloting the dropship and you have been given information about the colony below there seems to be something going on in the colony however the monoliths which are much more interesting target have been shrouded in some kind of dampening field jamming signal recently but it's as you're heading down into the atmosphere that seems to clear up and you can pick up radio chatter coming from that area mainly swearing screaming <laughs> for a whole minute <laughs> you don't quite catch that you don't quite catch that <laughs> that would be awesome wouldn't it um but you're plummeting the, the, you know, like in uh, Aliens coming down and the arms go fold out and you fly in and you're heading down towards the alien monoliths and 
you can see as you get closer a rover parked outside one of them a crash shuttle and from inside that monolith lights and flashing uh, uh, of activity and we're going to leave tonight's episode there <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> cool okay cool so sorry it's getting a bit late and i thought that uh my players need to go to sleep and it's perfect time no one had there weren't any more deaths yet so it's time to bring in birch okay right thank you he's gonna kill us all <laughs> thank so you, the players. implication here is that we're all about to die because birch you is gonna did. kill us why do you always assume that my characters have bad intentions? Because you've got a very strong history of having bad intentions. <laughs> this is workplace bullying. I would like HR representation, please. Um, oh, I'm your HR representative. Hey, Birch <laughs> betrayed you. This us. Isn't you're the betrayed us, I'm just saying. It's a bit of a trend going on. Okay. And, um, there was another one as well. Your tech priest, he didn't betray us, but only because <laughs> he didn't get chance. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. That was lovely. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, your other character was also called Rose, Mark, if you hadn't. In the other mothership. Yep. Yep. Yes. Oh, and he yeah. betrayed us too. He definitely did. Oh, he definitely betrayed everyone. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, shit. for joining us. Thank you, players, for leaning heavily into the alien world once again. It's been a fantastic session. Um, and we had a death, but a rebirth. <laughs> and who knows what's about to happen inside the monolith. I don't think we have enough time tonight to finish that uh conclude that um encounter so we shall save it for next week um thank you everyone for joining us um i that's been a lot of fun um please don't forget to go and check out all our social media facebook twitter insta join us on our discord we're talking about this show on there in our alien channel we've got channels for our pathfinder game we have a Mutant Year Zero game that just started and Ben managed to kill off one of our new guests in their first session. Um, <laughs> but he's going to make a new character, so that's fine. Uh, but we have the arc for our Mutant Year Zero game going on in the Discord. So people are building up the society that our players are trying to help. Yeah, if you want to influence the missions and the sects and groups that they're doing Absolutely. stuff for get yourselves in there become a mutant and ask to be mutated and i shall mutate you and you will join the arc yeah and then you can influence what the players get yes. sent out to yeah. do there's votes and all kinds of stuff and i'm about to go a bit crazy in there so now the game's Plus, started, you know, 30 to can... 50 feral hogs <laughs> not like that not that crazy um check out path of the pilgrim check out mutant year zero check out our other shows on youtube uh, and also check out our patreon uh you know all the people who support us and we have nearly 50 patrons at time of recording you guys are all fantastic awesome people you make all of this possible from all the software gear kit and equipment that we have and if you want some alien maps and you're a big alien fan then become an adventurer tier four dollars a month or more 
and you will get all the maps that we've done in this show plus tears of the dreamer loads of other stuff there's games on there there's settings there's free stuff so even if you don't want to sign up go and check it out there's a load of free stuff uh, and that's all cool I'll get um, Pete to put a link in for my itch page as well, in case you want to download a copy of um, a very silly one-page game about a group of goblins trying to steal sausages. And the game is called? Goblins, Quest for Sausages. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I think we should do a one-shot on the channel. Um, cool. And uh, we have coming up, once Alien finishes, I'm not sure when it's going to finish, we play each session as if it's our last and we never know when it's going to end it's been our last session for the last three sessions it's it quite has. It quite has. draining about um, 10 minutes into the next one i think <laughs> <laughs> well we'll I see mean, given what just happened to jensen yeah i think that's probably correct <laughs> but after alien we're going to have an ad and d second edition dragonlance game and i'm also thinking about a star trek game or a traveler game i'm not sure also, there's a possibility of me doing more Alien because I'm fucking loving this game. Uh, and uh, if you can't tell, what happened in tonight's episode is supposed to be a doorway to a wider campaign. But anyway, less about that. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. We've been Garblad Games. Hopefully we've been able to entertain you during these weird times that we're all living in. Please stay safe. And uh, don't forget to uh, tune in next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for all of our shows. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, you've been awesome. And uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night, y'all. Bye-bye.